0: Then Jesus did appear from Galilee at the Jordan to John in order to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him, saying, I myself have need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me? Answering, Jesus said, Allow it now. On June 22, 2007, a hit-and-run incident left Daniel McCochran paralyzed from the waist down. Daniel says that since that traumatic day, God has not healed my affliction. But he has taught me the power of lamenting to him about it. Here are some of the words of lament that Daniel wrote nearly a year after the accident. Oh Lord, my God, why do you wait showing up? I cried out to you when the trouble struck. I asked for your restoration. I know that you heard me. I know that you answered me. Yet nothing, nothing of meaning happens again today. Infinitesimal changes dog my days. I'm hounded by the prayers of the fickle looking to me to prove their faith. Wearily I drag on, tiring of the waste, Hating the horror, the pain, the suffering, the never-ending trial. The endless story drags on and on and on. When will the clouds break? When will the night cease? When will the tunnel end? When will you smile again? What a two-edged sword your voice is. You speak and then wait? You give hope, and then vanish into the mist? Have you forgotten me? Have more important things arrested your attention? None of us, and all of us, can relate to Daniel. God is, at times, silent. The paralysis is rigid and relentless. Our enemies, God's enemies, are strong and loud, yet God is silent. We're tempted to pass off John's objection. I need to be baptized by you as a bit of pietism. Yes, John, we know that you are a sinner like the rest of us, but John, don't you see? Jesus has to be baptized to be our substitute. He has to stand in the sinner's place. He is the suffering servant, after all. Isaiah 53 spells that out clearly. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of it all. John, you know this. You've read your Bible. Can't you see? John, can't you see? The problem is, John can see. He sees the world for what it is. When the Pharisees and the Sadducees come seeking baptism, what does he say? You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? John sees. He sees the degenerate state of the nation, hypocritical worship, bribery, adultery. The list is loud and long. He didn't turn any away at the banks of the Jordan River. They all needed to be repentant to be baptized. Already the axe is laid to the root of the tree. The enemy is loud and strong and appears to be winning. That's the problem. John can see the problem. He's waist deep in the problem standing there in the Jordan River. What about our world? 167 passengers and nine crew shot out of the air by mistake. Two years ago, over 186,000 babies were murdered in the womb. Who heard their cries? Death with dignity is a joke. It's a legal euphemism in Oregon since 1997. Almost 1,500 men and women have forced God's hand. The enemies of God are loud and strong and appear to be winning. This last Tuesday, Puerto Rico was rocked by a magnitude 6.4 earthquake, an island still struggling to rebuild its hurricane-decimated infrastructure. Did anybody hear? The media kept us abreast of celebrity antics, but hardly a word about human suffering. It's just not news. In our churches, empty pews speak volumes. Even among churches preaching sound doctrine, our beloved LCMS backbiting and self-promotion stain and strain our fellowship, even here at Redeemer. If we see the world the way John sees it, then we will have a problem with Jesus' baptism, just like John did. God, you can't be silent any longer. You have to do something. You promised. John had read his Bible, so do we. We know Isaiah 64. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake in your presence. Come down, overthrow the evil, silence your enemies, bind up the strong men, and set your people at liberty. Comfort those who mourn. Now, in our text, God has sundered the heavens and come down. But it looks like this. Jesus, God incarnate, comes down, down into the waters of the Jordan, water filthy with the sins of the people. That's what he does? That's all he does? Oh, we know the systematic theology that stands behind it. Jesus' baptism means that he has come to be baptized with the fire of God's judgment himself in our place. That's all well and good. But God, can't you see? Evil is winning. Your enemies are clamoring at the gate, and there is none to turn them away. John is bothered. We are bothered by this. By the weakness, the lowliness, the humility, that is simply not getting it done. Look, nothing has changed in your coming. But getting back to Daniel, our paralyzed friend, and to John and to ourselves... Not look, but listen. God is not silent. He speaks. Allow it now. I know the evil better than you do. I know it is strange to wade in the sins of humanity, to be washed with the water of their rebellion and filth. It is strange, but it is God's way. God's way is to save people. By foolish means. I've come to be with sinners, to be their sin. I have come to win by losing, to reign by crucifixion, to give you life by giving up mine. John, allow it now. What you think you want is not what God does. Oh, there are remarkable exceptions when God answers prayer in dramatic ways. Ed Hill grew up in during the Depression. There wasn't enough food in the house to go around for four other siblings, so his mother sent him to live with a friend in a small country town called Sweet Home. Ed just called her Mama. Against nearly insurmountable obstacles, Mama helped Ed graduate from high school, the only student to graduate from that country school that year, and even insisted he go to college. She took Ed to the bus station, handed him the ticket and $5, and said, Now go off to Valley View College, and Mama's going to be praying for you. He claims he didn't know much about prayer, but he knew Mama did. When he arrived at the college with a dollar and 90 cents in his pocket, they told him he needed $80 in cash in order to register. Here's how Hill describes what happened next. I got in line, and the devil said, get out of line. But I heard my mama saying in my ear, I'll be praying for you. I stood in line on Mama's prayer. Soon there was only one student ahead of me. I began to get nervous. But I stayed in line. Just about the time the other student got her all her stuff together and turned away, Dr. Drew touched me on the shoulder and it said, "Are you Ed Hill?" "Yes." "Are you Ed Hill from Sweet Home?" "Yes." "Have you paid yet?" "Not quite." "We've been looking for you all morning," he said. "Well, what do you want with me?" We have a four-year scholarship that will pay your room and board, your tuition, and give you $30 a month to spend. I heard Mama say, I'll be praying for you. But then, so did Daniel. He prayed, and he prayed. We listen to him later in his lament. How long? How long must I wait here in the middle, between healing and hell? Between heaven and horror, I am unable to move, unable to see, lost in eternal confusion. Foolish means. God's way to save us is through foolish means. We cannot downplay the evil around us or in us. We cannot force God's hand to bring the results we want or expect. It's hard living and trusting in foolish means. The simple water and word of baptism that declares you are mine and you truly are for all eternity. The simple words of absolution. I forgive you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And you are, you are forgiven. As the psalmist sings, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions. Foolish means. Oh, God could do it another way. But allow it now. More than that. Follow him now. Follow him down into the water of baptism. Follow the one who announced, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Allow it now. God's foolish means to fulfill all righteousness. Allow it now. As Daniel concludes his lament, there is nothing I can do. In no way can I help. I sit in the ruins and wait and take comfort in those who lie in the ashes with me. But one day, by his promise, I will stand. Restored as his message of hope is fulfilled, the Lord will turn this horror into a fading dream. And I will honor his name forever. Dear friends, allow it now. Allow this Jesus, who went down into the Jordan River in your place, allow him to lead you up by his Father's grace. Amen. Now may the peace which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.